0: Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Scott here from Oak Society. the news heard around the world, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away last night and has set a firestorm off in Washington and the rest of the country. The Dems are already crying that the people have the right to choose a Supreme Court justice after we have a new president. But I promise you, after today, you will see well-known Dems like Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Chuck Schumer's hypocrisy on full display when comparing their words now and what they said back in 2016. Her death is a game-changer, and after today, you're going to see why. FBI Director Ray is on his way out, and you may be surprised by who is on the list to become the next director, and the military is preparing for underground warfare. What is this all about? All of this and so much more, but first, a word from our sponsor.
1: Please register at pill.net today. It's a free, uncensored platform for sharing topics and truth. Please check out our new live streaming feature. It is dynamic, powerful, and comparable to Twitch and YouTube. Use the hot filter to check out what's hot right now on Pill.net. Alternatively, you can use the images and videos filter to check out just straight media. At Pill.net you can use hashtags to categorize your topics such as hashtag kids' lives which is a movement anyone can support. Use our commenting system to let others know your thoughts and opinions on their posts. With our topic creation tool, you can dynamically create topics with as much text media or links that you want to include in your post. Or you can go live and stream directly to PILD.net and tell the world exactly what they need to know. We are moving forward and have released our PILD mobile application it is available on iOS and Android. Just download it directly from our website. Join the fight for your freedom of speech today at Pill.net
0: beautiful so guys go check out pill.net they are a sensor free platform it's a free account you don't even have to spend any money on the sponsor that i'm talking about today they have live streaming capabilities they are a rising platform that i am proud to be a part of and to be having on this channel to sponsor so go check them out pill.net a free sensor free platform for all of you to find a new place to call home as far as your social media so today ladies and gentlemen there was vicious reactions this death of art of Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to be it's going to be a dogfight to say the least between and especially out in Washington in DC. But people in general, their reaction to this, and especially the Democrats and the left. The video I'm gonna play for you today, guys, to start off the show. Um, if you have kids, you're gonna want to uh, play skip through this in, uh, skip through this video. But if not. It's really, really funny, but there is some language, so I'm going to play this video, and you're going to see just a little a little piece of what today's episode is going to be like, and I promise you, you're going to laugh. Check out this video, and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. Holy
2: fucking shit, you guys! I'm driving a car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died!
1: Fuck! Could this year get any fucking worse?
0: RUTH!
1: YOU JUST HAD TO MAKE IT TO
0: 2021! Ah! Oh, you know today's episode's gonna be good.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. It's to light all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight; it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot. Dealing with hypnotic souls, the tide is turning. Patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold. Stay low, open up guys and keep them killed All they do is lie. Realize how everything is real. The project looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Well, society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, We're enjoy the show. Severe anon on the mic so come on enjoy the flow the wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow
0: all right thanks for joining everybody today on the youtube channel and podcast go to the youtube like share subscribe let everyone know we are the news now it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a good one so yes you guys just got a taste of the reaction from the Democrats and the crazy left that I was seeing yesterday. And you guys, it's going to be even worse than what you just saw there. But isn't a perfect trifecta when you see her face, the woman I just showed you screaming in her car about Ruth Bader dying. The perfect trifecta and the the ring of the rees. The three rees <laughs> that I love to call. Now we have a trifecta here and it's so good. And it makes my soul so happy, ladies and gentlemen, to see the reactions like that. The unhinged reactions from the other side and their reactions to her dying. Now, I don't want to celebrate anyone's death. I don't like to do that on this channel. Um, there's a lot of mixed views of... of People, people's views in general on Ruth Bader Ginsburg and what she stood for. Um, Obviously, she allowed a lot of pro-abortion laws to go through. There's a lot of dead babies on her hands. And that's that's one side of it. Plus, there's another side to it as far as what she stood for as far as um, women, um, what she's done for women. So there's a lot, there's a lot of people on both sides of this, but just watching some of Fox news last night, just, I threw it on there just as I I was hanging with my son and I saw this come across the screen and I just threw it on real quick. Um, But just seeing the reaction, a lot of it was to remember her. There's already documentaries out about this woman. They must've had these teed up way before, because I don't know how a woman can die and the next morning. You have full length document uh, documentaries on, on her. So She has been in and out of the hospital for a really long time. She had cancer. She finally succumbed uh, succumbed to the uh, the cancer. And I was honestly surprised that the media didn't say that she died from the Rona. That's what I was waiting for, just to fuel that narrative. But this this news has taken over everything it seems like instantly that the riots and everything covid has completely taken a back seat and this just reminds me of when we all we were talking about was covid then the riots started happening and then the covid narrative just started to just started to die just started to die away and now it's 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 resurfacing um then and then and again but this is completely taken over and for good reason for very good reason her dying leaves. Eight Supreme Court justices in the Supreme Court now. Obviously, you don't want an even number of Supreme Court justices because of rulings. You want an uh, an odd number, as far as so you don't have to worry about um any any ties. So there's a lot there's a lot to do with this. But what I the what we were watching and what I was tracking last night as this news was breaking was the reaction of Democrats and the left and especially um, Trump and the Republicans as well. All the Democrats immediately started to make threats. Their followers on Twitter started to make threats. You're going to see everything that I found here. And you're going to see a lot, a ton of hypocrisy. And thank God we have the internet because if we didn't, I don't know where we would be right now. But we have video clips. We have everything for you guys today to show you the complete hypocrisy. But I want you guys to see first before we get into that, that this... Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying, a Supreme Court justice dying in a in an election year. This is not unprecedented. It's not unprecedented. And the Dems right now, they're pushing this narrative that if Trump does this, we're going to burn down cities. We're going to have civil war. This is where they're going with it. As if this never happened before, but it's happened multiple times. From Ted Cruz here from the National Review talking, important history. 19 times between 1796 and 1968. Presidents have sought to fill a Supreme Court vacancy in a presidential election year. Again, presidential election year, which we're in right now, while their party controlled the Senate, which the Republicans do control the Senate. This is exactly the situation now. Ten of those nominations came before the election. And look at this. Nine of the nine out of the ten were successful. This narrative that we're seeing. Being pushed by the Dems, they're acting like this has never happened before. It's unprecedented, and this cannot be done right now. It just cannot be done. Trump can't just ram a Supreme Court justice down our throats that we don't want. This has happened before, and it's going to happen. And if you needed a little bit more history on this from the National Review, this is what it's talking about. A Supreme Court vacancy opens up between now and the end of the year. Republicans should fill it, given the vital importance of the court to rank and file Republican voters and grassroots activists, particularly in the five-decade-long quest to overturn Roe v. Wade. It would be political suicide for the Republicans to refrain from filling a vacancy unless some law or important traditional norm was against them. There's no such law and no such norm. Those are all on their side. Choosing not to fill a vacancy would be a historically unprecedented act of unilateral disarmament. It has never happened once in all of American history. There's no chance the Democrats in the same position would ever reciprocate as their own history illustrates. This is the thing. If this was the Dems, they'd be feeling injustice right away. And the Republicans, it's political suicide if they don't do it. This whole narrative that Trump does this this is insane this is it's all bs it's all bs there is so much on the line right now and the fact that Trump can now get a conservative conservative justice in in the Supreme Court is a gigantic win it's a huge win huge huge win and this is exactly what's going on right now and again just to give you some more context this is from the Federalist three support three supreme court justices including Ruth Bader Ginsburg who passed away on Friday due to complications of metastatic pancreatic cancer were confirmed by the Senate within 45 days of their formal nomination date. Now I'm bringing this up because a lot of the Dems are saying on average on average it takes about 70 70 to 80 days to to vote on a uh, on a justice and swear them in that's about the typical time frame we don't have enough time to do this before the elections up this is this is ridiculous we shouldn't be doing this but it's already happened in less time and right now i believe it's 44 days to the election 44 43 something like that but even ruth herself was sworn in and confirmed by the senate within 45 days so to say that this can't happen is just absolutely ridiculous because it's happened before. So this is what I want to point out. Is I know your family and friends, if they're following politics, they're going to throw this in your face. And you can throw this back in their face and say, it's already been done by both sides, Democratic and Republicans. It's already been done. And for Trump to do it, it's not anything different. It's literally their constitutional obligation to fill a seat this is how it works when a Supreme Court justice needs a, it and needs a seat filled it, it's done right away there is usually is not any delays so Sean Davis here on Twitter says Ruth Bader Ginsburg formal Supreme Court nomination was sent to the Senate on June 22nd 93 her confirmation hearing began on the July 20th the entire process took 42 days and this other one here he, he's bringing up, uh, John Paul Stevens, the formal process took only 19 days. And this was yesterday, 46 days until the election. There is more than enough time. That's the whole point. There is more than enough time to get a justice in and get them voted on. And to sit here and pretend like they, it's it's not happening is just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. So what is the mainstream media doing right now? This is what they're doing. Kyle Griffin here. This is the senior producer of MSNBC, the shittiest news outlet out there I think next to CNN just days before her death as her strength waned, Ginsburg dictated the statement to her granddaughter Clara Spera, my most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed and now all of the Democrats all of the liberals, you saw the one on the video I just that was screaming and crying, they're all screaming we just needed you to get to 2021 Ruth, screaming, you, why did you have to die during President Trump's uh, during a President Trump uh, presidency, they're literally screaming about that. They don't care that she died. They're more upset about Orange Man Bad still getting his justice in, and they are melting down. Completely melting down. And it's so funny to see. And great to see Trump. You're going to see his reaction in just a moment. Trump tweeted this out this morning. We were put in this position of power and importance to make decisions for the people who so proudly elected us, the most important of which has long been considered to be the selection of the United States Supreme Court justices. We had this obligation without delay. Trump is going full on board, and at the same time, Ruth's wish is not going to be fulfilled. It's not going to be. Everyone and their mom knows it is the Republicans' obligation since they hold the Senate. They are going to put a justice in them they want, and if there's a tiebreaker, it goes to Mike Pence. So either way, this is not good for the for the for the Democrats, and they are going to be under such immense pressure with everything else going besides the riots, besides COVID. Now they have this to deal with, and it is the ultimate, ultimate, just complete breakdown. Of the left and seeing the reactions on Twitter is just crazy. And it wasn't just Trump who weighed in on this. McConnell was also weighing on this as well. And he already said Trump's Supreme Court, this is from Fox News Trump's Supreme Court nominee will receive a vote on the floor of the United States Senate. And in the last midterm election before Justice Scalia's death in 2016, Americans elected a Republican Senate majority because we pledged to check and balance the last days of a lame duck president's second term. We kept our promise, McConnell continued. Since the 1880s, no Senate has confirmed an opposite party president's Supreme Court nominee in a presidential election year. And just like I said... The Democrats are going to try and try as hard as they can to get whoever they want in there. It's not going to happen, and it hasn't happened since the 1880s that a Senate held by the party didn't elect a person of their own party to go to the Supreme Court. This is what's going to happen, and this is how it's going to happen. McConnell already said, Mitch McConnell said, this is how it's going to play out. It's going to play out, and they will receive a vote on the floor of the United States Senate. This is how it's going to be playing out, and it's great news. It's great, great news to see this, and we're just going to have to see how it works out. We're going to have to see how it works out. But another big reason, the, the most, why is this so important right now, Scott? Once the Supreme Court justice, is in, they're in, they're in so that to, for life. So why does this matter in the media with everything going on right now, everything with the election? Why does this matter? Well, this is why it matters. From Paul Sperry. We can't have a vacancy on the Supreme Court divided four to four if the presidential election is contested in a redux of Gore v. Bush in 2000. A tie-breaking ninth member must be appointed to bench by November 3rd or we risk a real chance the presidency might remain undecided in a close race. We have an election coming up, ladies and gentlemen, November 3rd. and It's probably going to be the most highly contested election in this country's history. We all know what's going on with the Democrats' push for mail-in ballots—the corrupted system that that is. Joe Biden's lawyers and battleground states already ready to to not concede uh, the the election results, and they are they're ready to throw monkey wrenches in in every state already. They have lawyers ready to go with everything that's on the line right now, with everything that's in play. Having a having just eight Supreme Court justices having to rule on elections, you cannot have a tiebreaker. Because then you're stuck in limbo. What do you do after that point? I don't really know, to be honest. But this is why a huge reason right now why this is so important and why so many politicians right now in Washington are going crazy. Because if Trump gets his justice in, that is the ninth That is the ninth judge. And it's more leverage for him to get to get his policies to go through and to get things like maybe second amendment rights being stripped away from us, which so many people are afraid of. Our institution has been chipped away slowly, but surely over the decades, over the decades. And a lot of that has to do with the Supreme court justices and their views on the world. But now Trump's going to be able to slip one that he has, that he is going to hold probably a lot of our values and it's going to be great. But this is why it's so important now. With mail-in ballots, with the election results, there has to be nine justices and automatic odd amount of justices to vote so things get taken care of in case there is some... You know there's going to be discrepancies. There's going to be, ba- there's gonna be battles fought. And the Supreme Court needs to be locked and loaded before this happens. And this is another huge reason why right now this is so important and why so many people are freaking out about this right now. Well, let's hear from Donald Trump his reaction because he was at a rally yesterday and he didn't even know this was happening in real time until after the rally before he got on his plane to go back to Washington. Listen to his reaction and let's see what he says.
2: She just died? that I just uh, you're telling me now for the first time she led an amazing life what else can you say she was an amazing woman whether you agreed or not she was an amazing woman who led an amazing life I'm actually sad to hear that I am sad to hear that thank you very much
0: and I don't know who is playing the music in the background so I apologize I apologize for that. That The audio was terrible, but that was President Trump's reaction. And you could tell he took a pause before he spoke because in his head, I'm sure he was celebrating just a little bit. He reacted to the news saying, no matter what you thought of her, she led an amazing life. A lot of people, including myself, you know... Have different views on that, but what the woman just died. He just found out. He had no calculated response to it. He was just reacting to it in real time. And that's what he said, but you saw he took a pause. And as soon as he got on that plane, he's like, here we go, baby. Here we go. Here we go. And you just saw the tweet that he put out this morning. No delay. We need to put someone in right now with no delay. Let's get this done. Now, as far as people on the opposite side of that, there was some absolute fire being spit on Twitter last night, and you're going to see what I'm talking about right now. This is Doug Collins here. Doug Collins said, rest in peace to the more than 30 million innocent babies that have been murdered during the decades that Ruth Bader Ginsburg defunded pro-abortion laws. Or not defunded, defended pro-abortion laws. With Donald Trump nominating a replacement that values human life, generations of unborn children have a chance to live. And now, whether you're what your views on abortion, whether you're pro or anti, I don't really care. But in this case, in this case, I can see why people would have such disdain for the woman, especially with her, with her, how she voted on pro abortion laws. I don't think, it, I, I won't get into the uh, politics of it, but either way, either way, I agree that nominating somebody that. Values human life is somebody that I can get, I can definitely get behind. And a huge reason why so many people, they weren't, no one's celebrating her death. And you want to know what's funny. If this was any one of the, uh, the, if this was Brett Kavanaugh, you know what the left would have been doing. The left would have been celebrating in the streets, the death of Brett Kavanaugh. If that were to happen, you don't see anybody on our side, anyone celebrating the death of anybody. And we're not celebrating the death of Ruth. We're reacting to the what's the what the fallout is of her death. Like I said, there's never violence condoned on this channel. It never will be. And I'm not celebrating the death of this woman. There's no some people are. Some people are, but not, not really anyone that I know personally or or whatever 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 you want to say about it. So it wasn't just her reaction. This is where we're going to get into the, uh, the reaction part of the episode here, seeing how people are reacting, big conservative voices, and you guys are going to see a montage of just absolutely disgusting behavior from the other side and from the left side in the reaction to it. But Candace Owens here threw this out here, said, Ruth, she spelled Bader wrong. She put Badger. Ruth Badger Ginsburg has passed away. Pray for the Ginsburg family, but also pray for America. If you thought you saw the face of true evil with the Democrats' treatment of Brett Kavanaugh, you ain't seen nothing yet. And that is just what I was talking about. Now, the reaction from the left has been disgusting. and This is where we're going to start here. From Christina Bianco, just replying to Candace Owens here, you should be ashamed of yourself and the lies you tell. Also, learn to spell her name right and treat her with some respect. You wouldn't be where you are without her. Now, remember what I just said. She spelled Badger She spelled bader wrong. She spelled it as Badger. I went in my phone, and I put Bader in my phone. And when I put Bader, my phone wanted to autocorrect it to Badger. So, did Candace Owens do this on purpose? It's possible. It's possible. But I don't think so. It's very plausible she could have put this tweet out and the phone autocorrected. It happens to me all the time. But Candace Owens' response to her was amazing. While I constantly appreciate the godlike complex you narcissistic leftists have... I do not owe where I am in life to Ruth. I owe where I am to my family, hard work, and above all else, God. Oop, Candace said the G word. She said the G word. The left cannot stand the word God. They are trying to erase it right now. Stop worshiping government. And I could not agree with her more. You're seeing this cult-like reaction to the death of this woman. And it's kind of disturbing, uh, to say the least. It really is. But this is where it's going to get really disgusting. This is a montage of tweets that came out in response to this and has a lot, a lot to do with fires, war and burning stuff down. Ozfest, this is war. Dems lose this election. We lose everything from Miss Ean. Democrats need to drop their self-righteousness and be ready to fight dirty. This is war. There's no time for BS. This is war. Every single resistor, unite, fight. Democrats, you all better fight as hard and as dirty as the Republicans have before. No butter knives at gunfights. Fight for us and we'll have your backs. This is war. This is war. We need to fight with everything we have. This is war. Do you see where we're going with this? Do you see where we're going with this? Everything seems to be about war. Must fight like they have never fought before. This is war literally. And it goes on and on and on. Why are we talking about war when this woman died No one killed this woman. She died of natural causes. And apparently, apparently the left is upset that it's going to be inevitable that Trump's going to put a a Supreme Court justice of his own. But when you think about what the Dems were doing to Trump during an election year, remember in January where they put out the sham impeachment and you want to talk about election interference to sway an election, to sway public opinion? And we're hearing out of the left right now that this is war. What an absolute joke. And one of the worst ones we saw, I saw last night, is from this ass clown right here. If they even try to replace RP, RBG, we burn the entire effing thing down. Ho, 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 ho. Wow. Seeing a lot of commonalities between Antifa, Democrats, Socialists, when things don't go their way, what do they want to do? They want to tear the whole effing thing down and burn it to the ground. Why is that a common trend nowadays to the reaction? The real mature reaction to events is to not debate debate about it, not talk about it. We're going to resort to violence and burning things down. Really? Really? And this tweet right here went viral. I wouldn't say viral, but I got a, I got about, yeah, I got ten thousand likes. It got a decent amount of traffic, and a bunch of high profile accounts retweeted this, and then Andy No puts this out because everyone is chiming in on this, and it just gets worse from here. Andy No says observation: a lot of mainstream public figures and intellectuals are calling for arson attacks and violent riots, which they are. You just saw a whole bunch of them. They sound indistinguishable from Antifa. What is the difference between what Antifa is doing now and what people are calling on Twitter and some high public figures and intellectuals calling for these same exact things? It is the same thing. That's the point. That's the point, and it's disgusting to see. And you want you guys ready for some real big hypocrisy here? Let's jump into it. From Scott Whitlock. You want hypocritical media bias? Here's the Washington Post on Justice Scalia dying and the same paper on the death of Ginsburg. Seems slightly different. So here, here's the picture. This is when Justice Scalia had died in 2016. Supreme Court conservative dismayed liberals. Okay. Not the best headline. Not anything really positive. Let's scroll over. Ah, just today. Just today. The Washington Post, a pioneer devoted to equality. Give me an effing break. Give me a break. And it's only going to get worse here. We have the Hill here talking about Obama calls on the Senate to not fill Ginsburg vacancy until after the election. Remember, this is Ginsburg one last request before she died, apparently, if we really believe that. I'm sure she said that, but I'm sure it wasn't her dying wish as she slipped from this world to another. But Obama's calling on the Senate not to fill Ginsburg vacancy after the election. It's funny. I forgot. Is Obama the president right now? No, that's right. He's not. He's not. So why does anyone give a shit what this man has to say? But you want to talk about hypocrisy here. Let's go back to 2016 about when Obama was talking about filling vacant SCOTUS seats. Here it is. About what is supposed to happen now. When there is a vacancy on the
3: Supreme Court. The President of the United States is to nominate someone.
0: Oh, okay. The Senate
3: is to consider that nomination, and either they disapprove of that nominee or that nominee is elevated to the Supreme Court. Historically, this has not been viewed as a question. Uh, Okay. There's no unwritten law that says that it can only be done on off years. That's not in the constitutional text. I'm amused when I hear people who claim to be strict interpreters of the Constitution. Wow. Suddenly reading into it a whole series of provisions that are not there. Uh, There is more than enough time for the Senate to consider... In a thoughtful way, the record of a nominee that I present, uh, and to make a decision, we're going. There
0: you go. So tell me, Obama, what's changed? What's changed? There's no unwritten law that says it can't only be done in off years. That's not in the Constitution text, really, really. So what is it, Obama? Which one is it? Do you see why the internet's so powerful? Do you see, ladies and gentlemen? Do you see this? It's absolutely hilarious. It's great. And I absolutely love it. It's really good. And you want to see here what's even worse. So you saw Obama, right? Let's look at Hillary Clinton. This is from Jack Flynn saying, Leaving this here to help Hillary Clinton with her memory. Hillary Clinton's statement on the passing of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, the one we just saw the Washington Post article. Hillary Clinton issued the following statement, My thoughts and prayers are with the family and friends of Scalia as they mourn his sudden passing. I did not hold Justice Scalia's views but he was a dedicated public servant who brought energy and passion to the bench and here's the kicker the Republicans in the Senate and on the campaign trail who are calling for Justice Scalia's seat to remain vacant dishonor our constitution the Senate has a constitutional responsibility here that I cannot abdicate for partisan political reasons <laughs> I'm laughing because what are we hearing right now? We are hearing the complete opposite right now. And one more to tee this up just one more time. We hear from Chuck Schumer. This was tweeted out last night. The American people should have a voice in the selection of their next Supreme Court justice. Therefore, this vacancy should not be filed until we have a new president. Okay, so the thing is, what if Trump does get reelected, Chuck? Do we wait till 2025 to do this? What are we talking about? And when you look, when you go back in 2016, you guys are going to love this. From Chuck Schumer, 2016, attention GOP. Senate has confirmed 17 SCOTUS justices in presidential election years. Hashtag, here it is, do your job. Chuck, we heard you loud and clear, buddy. You're right. It is time to do your job. What the hell has changed in four years? That's right. Orange man bad orange man bad that's that's what this is and it's completely obvious to see what's going on here now do you guys have you guys seen it now do you see what's going on here you gotta show these videos to your friends and family you have to the ones that just even if they're not red pilled you cannot take those tweets away those are in their own words they put it up themselves and it's there you guys can show them these clips it's out there their hypocrisy is out there and there's no way to get around it because it's the truth. It's what they said. It's powerful stuff, guys. It's powerful stuff. So let's just change gears here because the the outpouring and outturn of, of people showing up to rallies and to vote is well aware. And if you guys haven't seen this, this came out yesterday. The last time Minnesota voted for a Republican to be president was in 1972. That ends in 45 days. Check out this beautiful site. Look at this line. lot of people in that creepy, uh, the creepy uh, voice in the background. Don't know what that's all about. I think that's a video or something that's playing in the background to all these people are waiting. But look at all those people. Look at that. And yesterday as well, the voting already started out in Virginia early. This is from the Sharp Edge. Look at the line for early in-person voting in Fairfax, Virginia today. This is a sign that people don't trust the mail-in ballot system. If so many people were afraid of the virus, do you think they'd be showing up to the polls in lines like this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you want to sit here and say we're in the middle of a pandemic. Bullshit. It's ridiculous. And kudos to these people that are showing up. And everyone that's out there now listening to this. Show up to your polls and vote. Do not do mail-in ballots. Don't. We are not in a crisis where people cannot show up and vote. When people are out there gathering together and just if you guys were watching the news last night, there were people gathering in front of the in Washington all over the place. Um, some of the reporters weren't even wearing masks. there was people walking around with no masks. What pandemic? What pandemic? It's ridiculous, but it's really encouraging to see this happen. It's really encouraging to see this happen. now, transitioning as well from from this to director Ray. You guys saw my stream. with director Ray talking about QAnon, talking about Antifa, and his way of not really designating as, as a group, designating it more as an ideology, which it is an ideology. But he, director Ray, seemed to be kind of in playing the middle of the fence about this and not taking Antifa so seriously, so seriously. So Trump had some words about his reaction to Ray's answers of the hearing, and listen to what he had to say here. Ray,
2: would you like to replace him, sir? So we're looking at a lot of different things, and uh, I don't — I did not like his answers yesterday, and I'm not sure he liked to be there. I'm sure that he probably would agree with me. Antifa is bad, really bad. And if you look at it, who's the big problem? The big
0: problem is China. And we could have others also, and I'm not excluding anybody. But the big problem is China. And why he doesn't want to say that, that certainly bothers me. Yeah. And that's the thing. The 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 reporter asked, are you looking for a replacement for Dr. Director Ray? And he says, "Well, we have a lot of things going. We have a lot of things. We're looking at a lot of different things." And Ray also really he wanted to talk about Russia. He wanted to talk about Russia. And again, just like Trump said here, we're not we're not saying that other countries aren't a problem, but they, these these things have to be prioritized. You're looking at how to protect your country. you prioritize who is the biggest threat And it's absolutely China. it's been China for the longest time. But the media wants to put it up. Trump's Trump's not going after Russia. he's protecting Russia and Ray was kind of talking about Russia more than he was China. and we're not we're not stupid. neither is the president. And this is what he's talking about. So who is going to be as a possible replacement for this? It's going to be very interesting, but first, here just a quick tweet here from Mark Noller. President doesn't rule out replacing FBI Director Chris Ray over disagreement about Antifa. Trump didn't like Ray's remarks yesterday. That Antifa is an ideology, not an organization, which they absolutely are. President Trump has said Antifa should be designated and treated as a terrorist group, and that order is still yet to come, but it's going to happen at some point. There's no doubt. But you can see why he's looking to replace Director Ray, and a lot of people I know, especially you guys out there, me personally, I don't like Ray. I know a lot of you out there don't trust Ray either. I don't know what his his play is with any of this anymore. But we're gonna have to wait and see. But you guys want to see somebody, somebody that is possibly could be nominated on this shortlist. You might be a little surprised, but this is somebody that I think we could all get behind. And if this were to happen, ladies and gentlemen, it would be the biggest slap to the face of the FBI. That you could possibly get. Look who is on the short list, and this broke yesterday. Hey,
2: let's get your reaction to what our own Emerald Robinson just reported that you might be on the short list to possibly replace Christopher Ray. Are you hearing about this? Has anyone contacted you?
0: Uh, no, I, that's the first I've heard about it, although I have seen comments like that on Twitter, and I'm, I'm honored to be considered for it. I can only imagine the number of people in Washington and elsewhere that would need laundry service upon that announcement. So it should be quite interesting. <laughs> you just- that is great. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who that is, that is Sidney Powell. That is General Flynn's attorney. That is General Flynn's attorney. And I want you to listen to the last thing she said here.
1: Imagine the number of
0: people in Washington and elsewhere that would need laundry service upon that announcement. Imagine the amount of people in Washington that would need laundry service after hearing an announcement like that. Yes, the people in Washington would probably shit their pants if Sydney Powell to become the director of the FBI. Can you imagine, people, if that were to happen? She's on the short list. That broke yesterday. And I would be totally okay with that. I'd be totally okay with Richard Grinnell as well as being the director of the FBI. I would love it. As much as I would love General Flynn to be the director of the FBI, I don't know if that's going to happen just yet. But, hey, it's being talked about. It's something to be excited about. Can you see the swamp being cleaned up? It's happening. New Supreme Court justice is coming. New director of the FBI that we can actually trust is coming. Trump is changing things, ladies and gentlemen. There is so much happening. To sit here and say it's not is absolutely ridiculous. Now, one last thing before we get to this article here about the military carrying out underground operations and training. There was a video that came out yesterday, and it was about John Brennan was talking And the way he was talking, he sounds extremely nervous, extremely scared. And it's just telling me that any day now, charges are going to be dropped. And if you didn't see this video, you're going to see it now. Take a watch.
2: Well, Nico, you and I have worked in the White House for different presidents. And we understand the tremendous powers that a chief executive, a president has as well as the tremendous capabilities and powers of an attorney general. And if they exert those powers in a corrupt and craven way, they are able to manipulate the environment that we're in right now. And I'm I'm very concerned about what we're going to see in addition in the future in terms of harnessing those capabilities within the executive branch and then allowing the Republicans in the Senate to allow them to continue to provide them protection and defense. And so, I, you know, when I look out over the next 50 days, the different types of things that Donald Trump and William Barr can do, they, they clearly are not going to stop this political dishonesty in terms of trying to misinform the American public, as well as possibly exert their authorities in a way that they can, that will manifest themselves on our streets, at, at the election polling booths and wherever. So again, I think this is something that all Americans need to be very concerned about.
0: Instilling fear about Trump and AG Barr. Why are you so afraid, Brennan? Do you know your days are numbered? It sure sounds like they are. This should be an encouragement to all of you. You don't get out there and say this. And we all saw early in the episode I put out this week that the um, a, the Judiciary Committee, the Democratic Judiciary Committee, put out a notice That they want to start investigations into Durham for possible political interference with these investigations. Now now of all time, the entire time they didn't have an issue with it. Maybe they did, but they never wanted to start an investigation. But now, now all of a sudden we want to start an investigation. We have Brennan here saying, we need to be fearful of an attorney general like Barr doing Trump's, Trump's work. Trump's lapdog. It's the same narratives, ladies and gentlemen. You can see right through this crap. It's insane to see. It's something to be happy about. we have to see if justice is going to happen, but any day now, right? Any day. Last article here, just the news. War in the tunnels. U.S. military prepares for subterranean combat. I saw this article, and I thought it was very, very interesting. (laughs) Excuse me. Still dealing with these allergies, the tail end of it. While the U.S. military continues to focus on traditional above-ground combat domains... Defense officials have ramped up efforts to address the murky and increasingly threatening realm of subterranean warfare. Our adversaries have adapted their capabilities against our weaknesses by expanding their use of underground facilities. Army officials wrote in a November publication on subterranean operations, noting that more than 10,000 tactical tunnels exist around the world. That's a lot of tunnels. A lot of tunnels. With a trend towards greater urbanization, it'll become even more difficult to avoid the subterranean environment wrote two retired officers, Major John Spencer and Colonel Liam Liam Collins, in an essay for the Association of the United States Army. It is both folly and fancy, they wrote, to believe soldiers will be able to avoid warfare's reach into the underground. The Subterranean Challenge seeks to better... This is a challenge group that's practicing on these underground um, training facilities, and there's a, supposedly a contest with... Millions of dollars worth of money. This this challenge is called the Subterranean Challenge. Seeks to better equip warfighters and first responders to explore human-made tunnel, human-made tunnel systems, urban underground, and natural cave networks while decreasing risk to human lives. DARPA officials wrote in a statement. Radio communications don't work inside this facility, Amaker said, so if you're in there and try to radio out for help, just like being 100 feet under the ground, it's not going to work. You have to figure out now how to communicate back to the people on the surface. That sounds scary as hell, but the last thing here in the article says you can look at a contested landscape and never know what's there lurking below the surface. The Pentagon official told Just the News an enemy underground site can turn the tide of battle. We're making sure it doesn't happen to us now I don't really have much more um, context or really much I want to talk about besides what I just read in the article besides the fact that it is it is noticed by the military that they are training soldiers now for underground operations and it seems that is going to be a trend going forward um, for the military and it makes sense and I'm not here to talk about kids in tunnels being rescued I'm sure that has happened but you know Still waiting on the sauce for that, and I know you guys are in a comment saying it's happened, it's happened. What it, it is, what it is. And that's where we'll leave it at that. But it's still really interesting to see that the U.S. military is training for these things because you never know what's going to happen. You just never know. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you can go to the Woke Society's YouTube page here, if you can just like, share, comment, subscribe, tell your friends and family. We're at 105. Thousand subscribers ninety-five thousand to my 200 000 goal we are getting there go check it out i have all my other content on there go check out my patreon you guys can sign up for a little as a dollar a month if you want two dollars seventeen dollars 25 it does not matter these are for my die hard fans you get an extra stream out of me and you guys might actually be getting two extra live streams out of me on a monday and a friday going forward i haven't decided yet but you will get bonus content when you sign up for my patreon that's just for my patrons so I appreciate it and everything goes back to the channel and of course when you go to my website voxsize.com or the link in the description below you can go to my store link it brings you to all my wonderful merchandise in here and when you go and select new to old you can see my newest products are coming out and we have more products coming out in the next week or two but right now we have the where we go one we go all uh, clothing line here for v nex t-shirts hooded t-shirts and hoodies it's getting cold out here we just hit 37 degrees in new york this morning winter is coming get your nice beautiful high quality hoodie get your water bottles mugs and we even have hats glassware we have so much stuff here so this is a huge way to support my channel ladies and gentlemen and it goes back to local businesses here in new york and all american-made products of course and all that good stuff. So on your way out, go check out the merchandise store. Find something you like for you, yourself, your friend, your family. It makes a birth, a great uh, present. Whatever you want to do, go check it out. And of course, go check out my sponsor, Pill.net, for a free, sensor free account. You guys got it all today on the episode. Full. You guys are fully covered um, for the weekend. We'll have to see what happens because it's just Saturday and the left is melting down. We have this going on with the Supreme Court Justice we have the subpoenas coming up for Spygate. Comey is going to be um, questioned on the 30th. All this is going to lead into this, guys, and it's going to be an absolute, just an absolute crazy run to the election, and we're just getting started. So you guys will see me on Tuesday night for my live stream. For my patrons, you're going to see me on Monday night for a week uh, a week preview for what we, what I feel like is going to be the week's news and all that good stuff. So until then, Thanks to everyone for joining. Stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke.